Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this podcast today. Uh, this is Jonathan Fulcher, your Ole Miss FCA campus director, and this is our Ole Miss FCA timeout. And uh, today we got a special guest, a good friend of mine, uh, Cordera Eason, former Ole Miss Rebel running back, and uh, now is a coach slash FCA representative, actually uh, athletic trainer. How many hats can the man wear? A lot. Dad, husband, you name it, this uh, this good friend of mine does it. And I'm I'm honored and uh, just so thrilled to have him on our call today for the Ole Miss FCA timeout. And Man, looking forward to just getting into some conversation with faith and football and life in general. So, Cordera, man, I'm so glad to have you today. Yeah, man. Glad to be here, man. And I actually, I got one more hat, Jonathan. I, I also, I, I trade, I, I do some trading with my stocks and and you know, so I it's just just one more little thing to add, you know, right. to it. But but yeah, man, this I'm thankful, man, to be to be here, man, to be a part, you know, of this um LCA timeout, especially, you know, the old Miss version, because that's home. And so it's always great to, you know, come back home, whether it's virtually, um, over the phone or in person, whatever the case may be. So I'm just honored to be here, man, and to talk about faith of football. So me and Cordera have a lot of things in common. Number one, we both love Ole Miss. Uh, we don't have anything in common in athletic ability. And by far, Cordera is a better athlete than I was ever imagined or could be. But we're both from Meridian and uh, both born and raised there in Lauderdale County and uh, both love Ole Miss. And I remember, man, Cordera, I remember watching you play in high school. We actually graduated the same year. And, uh, man, if I'm not mistaken, Mississippi Gatorade Player of the Year, uh, phenomenal running back there at Meridian High, the years that you played there. And then you went on to Ole Miss to play uh, 2006 through 2009. And uh, you played with some pretty uh, – not you were a great athlete yourself, but you played with a pretty great team that was full of athletes, if I can recall. Dexter McCluster, Shea Hodge, just to name a few. Um, played with some guys that I'm sure that you have still great connections with today. Um, you know, Ole Miss FCA, and I came here in May. Uh, man, we're all about the athletes and the coaches. And uh, I would love to just ask you a few questions. Maybe your time here at Ole Miss, was there an FCA presence that was around during your time here that, as an athlete? Sorry. I'm sorry. Well, no, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, was there a, was there an FCA presence when you was here as an athlete here at Ole Miss? Yeah, um, that was that was my first time getting introduced to FCA. Um, I know it's been around for a while, but when I was in high school, we didn't have FCA, so I really didn't know anything about it. And um, we got to campus my freshman year. Um, we got to campus, and um, coach was mentioning something to us about this FCA thing. I'm just like, what is FCA? You know, and he's like, our freshmen need to be there. Uh, well, he's no, no, I take that back. He didn't say we needed to be there. It was an option. And he said, if you come there, you get a reward. I said, okay, well, I'm going to go because I want a reward. And I wound up going, and I wound up loving it. So my um, Jonathan Rainey was our FCA director, and, man, he did such a great job with us. Um, you know, we had him. I had, I had him there for two years when I first got there. I mean, and it was great, man. He poured into the, he poured into us with the faith. Um, you know, we did it every week. Um, Mondays after practice, we were always the freshmen stayed in there. Did some 
we wind up getting a lot accomplished, man. So I really got a lot accomplished from the FCA and, you know, it taught me a lot and I still use it to this day. Yeah. So talking a little bit about that, you know, we, uh, we we're, we're the same age, went to high school during the same time, um, but really didn't know each other, but we made a connection with one another back in Meridian whenever I was there as an area representative and area director and, um, and through FCA is how we came you know, to, to build this relationship and friendship that we have today. And now you actually work for the ministry of FCA there in Meridian as, a, as an ambassador for FCA there from Meridian High and local schools that surround. And then you coach at a local high school there, uh, Lamar and uh, the Raiders, and actually have a game tonight. And uh, under uh, a legendary coach, Mac Barnes, and uh, who's a phenomenal FCA coach. And let's talk about that for just a minute as I think about it. Uh, how does uh, coaching under Mac Barnes, who's a, an FCA coach through and through, let's, let's not talk about how good of a coach he is, but let's talk about the impact that he has on players, not just on the field, but off the field. How has that maybe impacted you or showed you uh, maybe a way to coach or a way to impact young people in life, you know, not just through sports, but in life in general? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, it's Coach Barnes, you know, it's the legendary Barnes. Like you said, when you talk about Coach Barnes, everybody instantly go to the wins and the losses and, you know, how great, you know, the championships that he won and all that is great, you know, and it, and it really is. And, it, and you know, that's a part of coaching. Like, I mean, you do, you have to count your wins, you have to count your losses. But one of the main things that Coach Barnes always emphasizes is, man, he's all of, he's focused on the brain. He's a brain type of guy. You know, he put all his energy into the brain. He studied the brain. And and so with that being said is he he liked to dig into these kids' mind and pour into their mind, into their heart. And all he talk about is life after football, faith. And you hardly we, – we get in the huddle after practice, and you would think that we'll be talking about the game plans and – and he started talking about FCA. He started talking about the poor decisions. He started talking about everything except football, you know. And and it, it just blows my mind, you know, because every day I'm thinking, like, all right, well, we finna talk about a game plan or something. And he don't care. He gets straight to life after football, man. And that's one of the biggest things I took from him, man. He just – he pours into the kids, and they see that. And they respond to that so well. And I've, I've taken that, and I've used it you know, to my coaching career, and I just apply that with me, and I just start pointing to these kids, forget football, we talk about life, we talk about, man, what you're going to do when you leave here, what's your plans after college, and so on and so forth, man, so he really poured a lot into me, um, you know, and I just try to use it and pour it back into these kids, man, and, you know, and that's who Coach Barnes is. That's awesome. Let's talk a little bit about you, um, you know, decisions, and you know, a lot of people, I remember distinctly, you played for Houston Nutt when you was here at Ole Miss. Am I right? Did you play for yeah. Houston? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and played played for him. You guys had some pretty good success for a couple of years. And then after Ole Miss, uh, you went on to sign with Cincinnati as an undrafted free agent in 2010. Uh, it says in 2012, you played uh, for the Colorado Ice for two consecutive seasons. And I know me and you've talked about this for a little bit. You had a knee injury uh, happen somewhere in that time and process that really did a number on you, not just physically, uh, but maybe emotionally, mentally, and spiritually that got you to a place to maybe has propelled you to be where you are today. So, man, walk me through that a little bit. Talk about the injury and what happened and, and where God 
kind of showed up in that process? Yeah, well, you know, so I wound up getting, you know, about my first two years I played with Coach Orgeron, and it was it was kind of bad, you know. But it, it was, I mean, it was it was it was okay. Like Coach showed us a lot, you know. We we really grew on him. But then Coach Houston Nutt came in my my junior year and senior year, um, two thousand eight to two thousand ten when I was there with him. And man, he did such a great job of really just kind of cultivating that locker room and the atmosphere, you know, just kind of changed some small things here and there. And he really boosted my confidence, you know. And so I wound up my junior year, um, you know, I, I was a starting running back my junior year and had a great junior year. Um, and, you know, and that that kind of propelled me into my into my next phase of my life. So um I wound up getting the opportunity to live out my dream, you know. Um I bust my butt. I worked. I worked my butt off, and I went to the combine. I had a great, had a great combine, a great pro day, and so I wound up getting like a lot of calls from scouts. Um, and so things just started to look up. You know, I started to get my confidence. So I wound up getting my opportunity, and I uh, went to the Cincinnati Bengals, and I wound up getting, um, getting not drafted, but I got their eight, eight round priority free agent, so to speak. And so, and everything was great, man. Like everything was great. You know, I was just adjusting to the new, to the new life or whatever. And just wind up my, my very first game, um, my very first game played against the Dallas Cowboys. It was the hall of fame game, prime time. The only thing that was on TV, Jerry Rice just got inducted to the hall of fame. So I'm just like, oh man, this is a monumental day, you know, for a Mississippian, you know, like me. You know, because I was like one of the only guys from Mississippi on the team. And so I got a chance to watch like Jerry Rice get inducted into the Hall of Fame. So everything was great. And I wound up getting in and like, you know, I got my second carry of the game and I wound up just having a, a major foot injury um, that kind of derailed my my career. And it took me into a very, very, very dark place, you know, um, after I broke my foot. And so I wound up. After that, I wound up doing arena football for a couple of years, and I, just, I tried to, you know, I just, I'm like, all right, I got it. I'm going to go again. I'm going to give it another shot. God, I got this. And I did that for two years, and it was fine. Um, you know, I got got a lot accomplished, but, you know, wound up hurting my knee, hurt my foot again, and I just like, all right, God, I hear what you're saying. That's the sign that is it. And I let it go, and I just been following the faith ever since, man. And now I'm just kind of walking it out. You know, it was it was tough. It was dark. You know, it was a dark road I had to go through, but I made it. And here I am today, you know, able to stand here and talk about my story and, you know, and just to kind of just be a testimony and just let others hear it and just kind of feel my passion and, you know, the pain behind my story. Hopefully they can use it and build on it. You know, as, a, as, an, as an athlete and as all athletes know, injuries are something that, you know, nobody's immune to them. Nobody can escape them, and you never know when they're going to happen. You never know when they're going to show up. You don't plan for an injury. Matter of fact, you prepare and plan to not be injured. That's the reason, you know, that's the reason we work out. That's the reason you lift, you run, you train. And it's so you can hopefully have your body to a place to where it doesn't receive an injury, or if you do it, you can rebound. But, you know, there's some injuries that come, and you just, it, takes it, it takes everything out of you. And because there's such a long rehab to get back to where you're able to actually perform again. And sometimes you're never the same. And, you know, during that time, I think, you know, I've heard a lot of uh, people who are call themselves believers, followers of God, that that's when God shows up and kind of gets their attention for a minute and says, hey, you know, here I am. 
um, and he helps them get through it. And uh, because, like you said, it's a dark time, uh, and and I can only imagine how dark of a time that can be. But I'm so thankful that we serve a God who is there during the dark times. Because here's the thing: thinking about an injury, man, there's dark times in life. You know, even if even if we're not an athlete, there's times that, man, like today. I mean, we're living in the middle of a pandemic still, and all that's going on in the world around us right now. There's a lot of people that's in a dark place. But I'm thankful that we serve a God who is there with us in the dark times. And he's there with us whenever we're walking through, like scripture says, through the valley of the shadow of death, you know, that he'll lead me, that he'll be there with me. And I'm so thankful that we serve a God and we live for a God that does that and that he knows where we are at all times and, and helps us get through it. Um, man, I'm, I'm thankful for you um, and the effort that you put in, not just as a coach, but man, you're an athletic trainer and, you're trying to teach kids the right way to perform and to, and so they can have success later on in life. But I know your heart behind it all ultimately is to impact young people. And uh, that's the reason I think FCA made a good fit with you is that FCA is about impacting athletes and coaches where they are so they can impact others. And let's talk about that for just a minute. You know, athletic training program that you got, the elite technique that you, that you do and you meet with kids all the time and you're training them and then FCA. Uh, what made you decide to, man, answer that call to be a part of FCA and, and to kind of step out in that and just kind of see where that, that opportunity would go? Um, well, you know, you know, I, like I said, I never, I never really thought about being a part of FCA, you know, honestly, I never, you know, before I even, before I called and reached out to you, obviously, you know, wind up getting, getting things um, better, but I never, I never thought about being a part of FCA. And then, you know, God just spoke to me, man. You know, I just started seeing things. You know, I just started kind of like, man, the world is in is in a desperate place right now, man. We're losing so many of our young kids. Um, when I came back home, I started to coach youth football. And that kind of helped me get through my dark times because it was something that I still love. And I was around the youth. And so being around the youth, that right there just kind of inspired me to just be like, all right, God, I, I think I, I think I think I feel you tugging on me. I don't know what you're saying, you know, but I know it got something to do with you. And so time went on and time went on. And I, that's when I wound up meeting you and God just, you know, spoken in my heart. And then you wind up having that conversation and, you know, and stepped out in faith and it wound up happening. And God just been blessing and restoring it, you know? And so, and then I use that, man, also to just kind of venture off into other things. So now, like, with my, with my training business, as you say, Elite Technique, um, we train kids, we train sports, um, all sports, every sport, um, any position. And, but my main thing with that business is not what I do to you physically, you know? Because I know for without a shadow of a doubt, I can make you a better player. I don't really care about that. Like I can do that easily, but I always put my emphasis on trying to make you a better person. And man, I have clients, Jonathan, that I have a parent that messaged me and she was like, my child's not really good, um, but I don't really care about that. She's like, he's been mentally abused by his father. Um, and I just want you to pour into his heart. I just want you to pour into his life because you spread so much positivity I just want him to be around you and you just encourage him. And when I heard that and I saw that, it showed me my purpose. Like, it's bigger than this physical stuff. It's a mental thing. These kids out here need our help, you know. 
And so I just use that, man. And I really go hard with trying to just pour into these kids live at a, in a mental level, you know, and just kind of help them develop, man. And God has been blessing it, man. It's been great, you know. And so I'm excited for that and for the future, man, and just see where it all goes. Yeah, and that's awesome. I know, um, you know, we're both from Meridian, and Meridian is a place that has a lot of needs and, and the younger generation for people to be pouring into them. And, you know, my, my heart, and I'm from Meridian, so my heart's still in Meridian. And uh, and I'm I'm loving to see what you guys do and how you're pouring back into the youth there in the city. And uh, here's what I know is, you know, statistically, they'll say we're living in a pretty dark place in today's youth. That You know, they're tabbing at the fatherless generation, uh, that there's not a lot of dads, not a lot of male role models around. And knowing that coaches and guys like yourself uh, are there to be those role models. And I think God has – purposely placed you there to do things like that and you know his word says that he'll be the the father to the fatherless and that uh you know we can go to him and he can replace he can be that for us in life and so man thank you for 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 doing that for the community thank you for the time that you have you put in each and every single day um not just because you love sports but because you love kids you love people and uh, i know it means a lot to the lord means a lot to me and, um, you know, talking Ole Miss, man, since we've been here, we've seen God just do some amazing things around the program, programs that we're around. We're able to, you know, go in and, and be a part of the team and grow relationships and have discipleship meetings and coaches' Bible studies. And we're excited about that to see God move. Um, and I know both of us have a heart for this place up here, Oxford and Ole Miss, and because we love it. Um, man, if there's something you could say to an athlete up here today, an Ole Miss football player who's a running back who's out there and, man, just putting in work and ready to see things happen. If there's something, a word of encouragement or something you can tell him, what would it be? Man, to keep believing, man. Like, no matter what your situation is, whether you're starting running back, whether you're the, you know, fifth screen running back, um, man, just to just keep believing because – it's not going to, the vision is not going to always be clear right away, you know, and it can easily get cloudy and we can, it can kind of mess with our faith, you know, and because I've been a part of that, you know, I got up there and I thought that I was going to be playing right away and I almost kind of started to lose faith, but, you know, I kept my faith and I kept believing and then my time came, you know, my time came and so I was just patient. So if I was, you know, I was just telling anybody to keep believing, stay patient. Because you have to, you have to stay patient in this process because that's where God tests you at, you know, and is it is it's in those it's in those trialing times. So whether you're on the top of the mountain, or you're in the bottom of the valley, you just keep believing, you keep fighting because if you're number one, you got three or four other guys that's coming for your spot, and if you're not number one, you're coming for that spot. So no matter what, you keep believing, you keep fighting, and keep working your butt off, and hard work always get rewarded, man. So don't stop. Don't stop. No matter how it looks, what an obstacle look like, just keep going, push through, and I promise you will get through it. That's good. Good word. Good word of encouragement. Man, that's about it for our time on this uh, podcast today. And I thank everybody for listening. This was an interview with Cordero Eason, and excited to have him, good friend of mine, Ole Miss Rebel, and, uh, and great coach and, and a friend of and pouring back into young athletes today. So, Cordero, I appreciate your time. 
And, uh, man, look forward to catching up with you soon again. Yeah, man, I appreciate you, Jonathan, man. appreciate you for having me. appreciate the FCA family. Um, and I got to get a hotty toddy before we roll out, man. Hotty toddy, rubber nation. Yes, sir.